بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of surah yasin and we have reached the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala سبحان الذي خلق الأزواج كلها مما تنبت الأرض ومن أنفسهم ومما لا يعلمون verse 36 قال الله تعالى in the translation of the meaning glory be to him Subhana, who has created all the pairs of that which the earth produces as well as of their own meaning the humankind male and female and of that which they know not and of that which they know not <coughs> Subhana, what is the meaning of tasbih Subhana الذي خلق This is tasbih, this is known tasbih It means تنزيه الله تعالى عما لا يليق به Declaring that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free of all that which does not befit him and that which does not befit Allah is two types one Imperfection in his attributes. Imperfection in his attributes. And second, likeness of his attributes to his creation. It is possible to refer the second, which is likeness of his attributes to his creation, to the first. Meaning, we could say that likening Allah to his creation is likening the perfect with the imperfect. So that makes him imperfect. So the person, when he makes tasbih, he declares that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free of all defects. and imperfections this is the meaning of tasbih this is the meaning of tasbih here in this verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says خَلَقَ الْأَزْوَاجَ كُلَّهَا he has created all the pairs مِمَّا تُنْبِتُ الْأَرْضُ of that which the earth produces وَمِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ and of their own mankind and of that which they know not كُلُّ الْمَخْلُوقَاتِ all creation is established 
on combination of two matters is established on the combination of two matters and more nothing is established on one and this is comprehensive covering that which the earth produces or from the children of Adam or from animals or from that which we know not of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Dhariyat in chapter 55 verse 49 And of everything we have created pearls that you may remember the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala start this verse by subhanah by the tasbih now we know the meaning of tasbih Declaring that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free of all imperfection and free of all defects. The answer is, the created, it's inevitable that the created is diverse and numerous of variety. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above enumeration because He is one. Because He is one. This is the wisdom, and Allah knows best as to why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala began this verse by the tasbih declaring Himself. Free of all imperfection. Subhana. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above variety. And also contemplate here, he did not say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not say, Alhamdulillah. He didn't say Alhamdulillah alladhi khalaq al-azwaj Praise be to Allah who created all pairs He didn't say Alhamdulillah He said Subhanalladhi It is because if everything needs this pairedness 
then this indicates the perfection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one unique who has no resemblance to anything of his creation Banu Adam the children of Adam are of pairs and Allah Azza wa is nothing like unto him from his creation neither in his essence nor in his attributes the benefits of this verse the benefits of this verse Number one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is high above all imperfections and defects second That Allah is one and unique and distinct from creation. And we explain the evidence for this because he said, Subhanallahi, far above Allah is, uh, 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 far above is He above any imperfection, who created all pairs. So he affirmed for himself. distinction and affirmed for the creation what befits the creation and this is evident in many places in the Quran take for example in Surah Al-Rahman 
كل من عليها فان ويبقى وجه ربك ذو الجلال والإكرام Whatever is on it, the earth will perish, and the face of your Lord, full of majesty and honor, will abide forever. So when he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after he mentioned the status of the creation, whatever is on it will perish, he referred to himself afterwards. He subhanahu wa ta'ala is beyond that. He is the ever living. Distinct and unique. And from the benefits is that everything created except that it is of pairs, except that it has in its creation, it is of a combination of pairs. And from the benefit of this verse is that the children of Adam are of different types similarly the same holds as to what the earth produces rather in the earth itself this exists Take for example the saying of Allah in Surah Al-Ra'd, chapter 13. Verse 4. وَفِي الْأَرْضِ قِطَعٌ مُتَجَاوِرَاتٌ And in the earth are neighboring tracts. Affirming this neighborhood indicates that they are of different types because the neighbor is different from the neighbor. Similarly, here in this verse, Mimma tumbitul ard of what the earth produces, this indicates different and vary types of plantations and plants and produce etc this also holds true in his 
saying in this verse, وَمِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ And of themselves, meaning mankind. Different types. Male and female of the children of Adam. Black and white. Tall and short. Happy and wicked and wretched. Dumb and smart. Sane and foolish. And so forth. So that man comes to understand and contemplate the ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to create the contrast. And from the benefits of this verse, affirming ignorance upon man, and that he is incapable of comprehending everything and surrounding everything and encompassing everything rather. Because Allah said in this verse, وَمِمَّا لَا يَعْلَمُونَ And of that which they know not. وَمِمَّا لَا يَعْلَمُونَ And of that which they know not. If you add this, and of that which they know not, if you added to Allah's saying in Surah Al-Isra, in chapter 17, verse 85, وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الرُّوحِ قُلِ الرُّوحُ مِنْ أَمْرِ رَبِّي وَمَا أُوْتِيْتُمْ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا And they ask you concerning the ruh, the spirit say, it is one of the things, the knowledge of which is only with my Lord, and of knowledge you mankind have been given only a little. This indicates the extent of ignorance of man. Then we go to the next verse. Verse 37. وَآيَةٌ لَهُمُ اللَّيْلُ نَسْلَخُ مِنْهُ النَّهَارَ فَإِذَا هُمْ مُظْلِمُونَ And a sign for them is the night, a layl, نَسْلَخُ We withdraw there from the day, and behold they are in darkness. So, the beginning is the might, 
This term Naslach it resembles Salchul Jeldi Minal Bahima. It resembles skinning off the skin of the animal. Allah resembled used this term Naslachu. The translation of it here means we withdraw. We withdraw there from the day. And behold, they are in darkness. Because the day is something that comes to exist with the existence of the sun so it arrives succeeds the night when the sun disappears or sets the light follows like the skinning of the animal the skin moves away from the body gradually similarly the light of the day with respect to the night Allah withdraws the day there from from the night as the skinning of the animal and therefore behold they are in darkness The moment this withdrawal takes place, you see darkness falling, and it comes gradual. But when it is complete, it will be full darkness. And this is from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if the full darkness and intense darkness would befall on the bright light, it will take away the sight. And it will take away many things. But rather it comes gradual. So it goes down from highest peak of intensity to darkness in a gradual manner so therefore in summary the darkness falls gradually 
and then it comes it becomes complete the benefit of this verse this great verse concerning the night tells us that the night falls gradually this is the first benefit the second benefit the origin is the night the darkness and that the daylight is something that befalls it and that's why Allah resembled it as a withdrawal process and we know that the origin of the light is the sun And the sun is, or the sun arrives, succeeding the darkness. So it's like accidental. from the benefits of this verse reminding the creation of this favor of Allah had it not been for this favor we would have continued to exist in darkness or live in darkness and this is troubling and harmful to man remember the saying of Allah in Surah Al-Qasas in 2871 من إله غير الله يأتيكم بالضياء أفلا تسمعون tell me if Allah made night continuous for you till the day of resurrection who is an ilah a God besides Allah who could bring you light will you not then hear 
Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the next verse, وَالشَّمْسُ تَجْرِي لِمُسْتَقَرٍ لَهَا ذَلِكَ تَقْدِيرُ الْعَزِيزِ الْعَلِيمِ And the sun runs on its fixed course for a term appointed. That is the decree of Almighty, the All-Knowing. الشَّمْسُ تَجْرِي لِمُسْتَقَرٍ لَهَا The sun is a sign of Allah's signs in itself. This great body mass whose heat reaches the earth despite this amazingly great distance between the earth and the sun is no doubt that it is a sign of Allah's signs. Who is able to bring such a massive fire blazing whose light and heat reaches the earth from far away? The answer is no one. And thus therefore it is a sign of Allah's signs. Then what about the benefits of the sun? Ripening of fruits, warming the earth, and the great light. The energy produced by the sun's light, the energy in the form of electricity and the light, and in the form of heat during the winter. Something that cannot be equated for any price. A great sign of Allah's signs. And it is a sign in its path, a sign in its path, its running, the path it traces, it runs in a great speed. No one knows the magnitude of its speed except Allah Azza wa Jal. Or it's possible that this may be known nowadays with modern means. Contemplate the plane moving in a fast speed while it's close to us 
yet we look at it and we see as if it is moving slowly so what about the sun we see it moving no doubt while far away from us so this indicates that it moves really fast Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about it here in this verse وَالشَّمْسُ تَجْرِي لِمُسْتَقَرٍ لَهَا it runs on its fixed course for a term appointed مستقر لمستقر لها the sun runs on its fixed course لمستقر what is المستقر it is The term mustaqar means a dwelling place, a place of settlement. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Baqarah, in chapter 2, verse 36, On earth will be a dwelling place for you, mustaqar, a dwelling place, mustaqar for you, and an, and an enjoyment for a time. Also, Allah stated in Surah An-Naml, in chapter 27, verse 61, Is it not He Better than your gods Who has made the earth Mustaqar A fixed abode So the mustaqar Here means therefore The place of dwelling Place of settlement Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Stated in Surah Hud In chapter 11 Verse 6 وَمَا مِنْ دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا وَيَعْلَمُ مُسْتَقَرَّهَا وَمُسْتَوْدَعَهَا And no moving living creature is there on earth, but its provision is due from Allah, and Allah knows mustaqarruha. 
مستقرها its dwelling place and its deposit so what is what about this the sun runs the sun runs in a fixed path course لمستقر لها what is this quote a dwelling place of the sun is it a dwelling place time wise or is it a dwelling place physical or both so are we talking about a dwelling in terms of time in terms of place or both It is affirmed in the authentic hadith, the hadith of Abi Dhar. May Allah be pleased with him that when he was with the Prophet ﷺ in the masjid one day in the mosque and he said that the Prophet ﷺ asked him At some set time, he asked him, "Tadri aina tadhab?" It is known from the authentic hadith of Abi Dhar when he was with the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam one day in the mosque. At sunset, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked Abi Dhar the following question. تدري أين تذهب Do you know where the sun goes at the time of sunset? Do you know where the sun goes at the time of sunset? Abu Dhar replied Allah and his messenger know better Allah and his messenger know better Allah wa Rasuluhu a'lam The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then said فَإِنَّهَا تَذْهَبُ حَتَّى تَسْجُدَ تَحْتَ الْعَرْشِ Allahu Akbar فَتَسْتَأْذِنْ فَيُؤْذَنُ لَهَا وَيُوشِكُ أَنْ تَسْجُدَ فَلَا يُقْبَلَ منها وتستأذن فلا يؤذن يؤذن لها يقال لها ارجعي من حيث جئت فتطلع من مغربها فذلك قوله تعالى والشمس تجري لمستقر لها ذلك تقدير العزيز العليم he said it goes it travels till it prostrates itself 
underneath the arsh of Allah, underneath the throne of Allah. Allahu Akbar. And takes the permission to rise again. And it is permitted. And then a time will come when it will be about to prostrate itself. But its prostration will not be accepted. And it will ask permission to go in on its course. But it will not be permitted. But it will be ordered to return once it has come. And so it will rise in the west. And so it will rise in the west. And that is the interpretation of the statement of Allah. And he recited this verse we are explaining. وَالشَّمْسُ تَجْرِي لِمُسْتَقَرٍ لَهَا And the sun runs on its fixed course for a term appointed. This is the mustaqar. This hadith indicates that its mustaqar is a place. Because it prostrates under the throne. We don't know the how of its prostration. We don't know the how of its prostration. Because the sun is unlike humans. For us to make analogy between our prostration and its prostration. So therefore the question cannot be raised as to does it prostrate while it's running or when it comes to halt. The second opinion is that this dwelling is a time related, referring to the day of resurrection when it will be wound around and lose its light. As in Surah At-Takwir, chapter 81. So when it reaches the end of its running on the day of resurrection. And therefore this dwelling would be a time related dwelling. This is another opinion. When the sun wound round and lost its light and its overthrown. The third opinion
it means the third opinion the mustaqar is its farthest movement in the northern heavenly spheres and the the northern heavenly and the right heavenly spheres so it will traverse to an extent in the north whereby it does not go beyond and similarly in the direction of the south and accordingly this would be a combination time and place its movement in the north is the beginning of summer and the end of its movement in the south is the beginning of the winter so these are dwelling places and times this is concerning the movement of the sun and its dwelling places at the end of this verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said ذَلِكَ تَقْدِيرُ الْعَزِيزِ الْعَلِيمِ ذَلِكَ تَقْدِيرُ الْعَزِيزِ الْعَلِيمِ that is the decree of the almighty the all knowing Almighty, all-knowing. Almighty. What's the relation of this name to the meaning of this verse? This is because the sun is so great that it needs power and authority on it. That's why Allah brought the name Almighty. Because the name Al-Aziz, Almighty, comprises three meanings. Because the name Al-Aziz comprises three meanings. Number one, Al-Azizu fi qadrih, the Almighty in his rank. 
سكن العزيز في قهره the almighty in his subduing And the third is Al-Aziz in him being far above imperfection and defects. These are the meanings comprised in the name of Allah Al-Aziz. As to the name Al-Alim, the All-Knowing, it means the one who possesses the most perfect and most comprehensive knowledge. Indeed, Allah's knowledge is perfect. It is not preceded by ignorance nor it is touched by forgetfulness and it is comprehensive covers everything Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most high says in Surah Al-An'am chapter 6 verse 59 وَعِنْدَهُ مَفَاتِحُ الْغَيْبِ لَا يَعْلَمُهَا إِلَّا هُو وَيَعْلَمُ مَا فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ وَمَا تَسْقُطُ مِنْ وَرَقَةٍ إِلَّا يَعْلَمُهَا وَلَا حَبَّةٍ فِي ظُلُمَاتِ الْأَرْضِ وَلَا رَطْبٍ وَلَا يَابِسٍ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ مُبِينٍ and with him are the keys of the ghaib, of the unseen and the unperceived realities. None knows them but he. And he knows whatever there is in or on the earth and in the sea. Not a leaf falls, but he knows it. There is not a grain in the darkness of the earth, nor anything fresh or dry, but is written in a clear record. And whatever is written in a clear record, it is written since it's known already to Allah. Because the unknown cannot be written. And this speaks of the vastness of Allah's knowledge. And that He encompasses everything subhanahu wa ta'ala. In general and in detail. In general and in detail. So that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned these two names. Al-Aziz and Alim because this fits the context of the statement 
the sun is not something easy to look at. It's a magnificent thing which requires might and knowledge. The benefits of this verse, number one, the sun runs, moves, and this is real. And the apparent of the Qur'an is that it moves in itself. The apparent of the Qur'an is that it moves in itself. And that Due to the movement of the sun, the rising and the setting takes place. Contrary to what is said nowadays by some, that it is the earth which revolves and that the sun is fixed we have words of Allah and it's our duty to take the words of Allah on its apparent and that we do not change from the apparent except by a clear-cut proof. We don't change what's apparent from the Quranic text except by a clear-cut proof. So, if we have a clear-cut proof, decisive one, that the alternation of the day of the, and the day and the night is due to the movement of the earth, then in this case, we interpret the verses to fit the meaning that is in agreement with reality and accordingly the meaning would be when it the sun rises and sets as it appears to our eyes this would be then 
the fitting interpretation of the verses if we come to the conclusion that the earth revolves, moves with a decisive proof however before this is firmly established then we continue to take by the apparent of the Quran and conclude that the sun's through its running the night and the day comes to be manifested This is regarding this point. from the benefits is that of this verse is that this sun which we see it daily and continuously it's inevitable that it will come to a dwelling an end and so all creation there will be a point to go to and it will come to a state of non-existence Ta'ala in Surah Ibrahim chapter 14 48 On the day when the earth will be changed to another earth and so will be the heavens and they all creatures will appear before Allah the one the irresistible so 
So the earth will not continue to exist as it is existing now. It will be changed. And so the heavens. And from the benefits is that this sun which is preordained in a magnificent measure moving in its course as Allah commanded it does not go above nor below its path it is even said if it will go below its path by a hair's breadth a hair's breadth it will burn the earth If it will go below its path by a hair's breadth, it would burn the earth. And if it will, if it would go above its path by a hair's breadth, then the earth would freeze. And from the benefits of this verse, and this is the last one, affirming two names of Allah's names, Al-Aziz and Al-Alim. And accordingly, we affirm from these two names, we affirm two attributes, Al-Izzatu Wal-Ilm, Al-Izzah, Might, and Al-Ilm, Knowledge. Also taken is the impact of these names meaning that Allah subdues everything and knows everything walhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this a benefit for myself and for all of you this brings the end of the explanation of verses 36 to 38 of Surah Yasin.